0: Welcome back to Mental Snacks with Claire Baron Jackson. Today I want to talk to you about relationships, and that's your relationship with alcohol. Let me start by reading this passage to you here. You don't need to have a problem to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. You don't need to have a problem to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. Now, the reason I decided to reevaluate my relationship with alcohol Was I decided to join the 75 hard challenge Which is really just a mental toughness challenge But my why behind that was That my mom was always big On not letting the substance control you See, my mom used to smoke And she used to smoke When I was like yay high to a German shepherd's eye Trying not to get bit Do you understand what I'm telling you? So, one day I noticed that my mom had stopped smoking cigarettes And I asked her I so said, when did you stop? She said, well, basically, I stopped a while back. And I was like, well, I didn't see you kind of weaning yourself off or anything like that. And she's like, no, I just stopped cold turkey. When I say cold turkey, I mean like straight out the freezer cold turkey. She just stopped. I was like, well, how did that happen or why? And she's like, my biggest thing is, she said, I had to stop because I cannot let any substance control me. And when I felt like I was losing control, I knew it was time for me to quit. And if you can't just quit something automatically, then there might be a problem brewing. So her big thing was to never let a substance control her. Well, that is also my why. My thing is to never let a substance control me. If I can't go 75 days without a drink, then maybe I need some help. Now keep in mind, this is truly an individual journey. And it's an individual assessment. You might need to drink more than that. You might have to do it for a longer period of time to assess your own problem or a shorter period of time but it's truly an individual sport and that's why I decided to cut back and try and do the 75 hard now at the time I chose to do the 75 hard it was during the football season the greatest team in America the Oakland Raiders, LA Raiders Las Vegas Raiders currently they had made it to the playoffs for the first time in God knows how long we actually had a great season But during this season, every time you won a game, I would take a shot or two from this special bottle of alcohol. At that time, I felt like I was treating myself. When In actuality, filling your body up with poison technically is not a treat. uh, To my surprise, right? But it's technically not a treat. So at that point, I was like, you know what? The playoffs are still going. They still have a good chance of going further than where they are. And then just the fact that the excitement of the playoffs in general... I had almost decided to start my challenge after the football season was over. But then I thought about it. If I'm doing this to prove that this substance does not control me and that I have the mental strength to say no and just cut it off, then why am I trying to find the best time to cut it off? If anything, I need to challenge myself during the time of the year when I'd be more like most likely to actually drink and drink a lot. So at that point, I decided, let me go ahead and start my challenge now, because this is to prove to myself that, hey, you can let the alcohol go and still enjoy things and find other alternatives to enjoy watching the game or celebrating if your team wins. So at that point, I started the 75 day challenge. Currently, I believe I'm up to about day 54, 55, somewhere in there, but my journey actually ends on March 26th. but There's a couple of things I wanted to talk about here and that I found interesting during this part of my journey. And part of that, one of the things I guess I could say is the way people have reacted with me not drinking and me challenging them to do the same. Now, there's a couple of things I've noticed once I've told people that I was doing the 75 day hard challenge. Nobody is really concerned about doing the two workouts a day. They might nah, kind of question it, but no one is overly concerned about doing it. Nobody is worried about drinking a gallon of water a day. They're just kind of the same way. Nah, it can be done. And some are like, oh, you do drink a gallon of water. Nobody is really worried about reading 10 pages every day from a book. No big deal. But as soon as I say you cannot have any alcohol for 75 days Everything shifts, everything changes Attitude, perception, everything just changes from that point on People starting to get extremely defensive Hostile, all kind of excuses It turns into a a very confrontational situation And their whole demeanor just changes Now, I get confused because If you don't have a problem with alcohol Why would you be upset with someone challenging you to not drink for 75 days And I think I probably have heard Every excuse as to why They can But they won't And the biggest one that everyone says is I don't have a problem So why would I stop Now in the beginning remember I said in the beginning You don't need to have a problem To reevaluate your relationship With alcohol That's the key This is to prove to yourself that you don't have a problem and also an evaluation period. So, for example, I'll be hell of transparent on this one here. When I was young, no one ever thinks about, oh, we might have a drinking problem. We might have an issue. But when we're young, we drink, well, at least I drank like a fish. I drank alcohol as if it was water, if it was a life liquid that I needed to get by each day. Now, there's was a time when me and my relative went down to Tijuana. For those of you that might not know where TJ is, it's right at the border at the end of San Diego, where I live. So for us, we'd go down to Tijuana. You could go down to TJ before you were able to drink in the States. We would start drinking at probably like 10, 11, 12 o'clock in the morning. By the time we went down to TJ, it'd probably be like 8 or 9. There was one night we went down to TJ and... Me and my relative was in the parking lot. We had just got to the parking lot. We didn't drink and drive. We were riding with somebody else. But we drank 40 ounces of a malt liquor all the way down. By the time we got to the parking lot and got out the car, we got out. Both of us had to throw up. We threw up, grabbed the 40 ounces that we had, rinsed our mouth out with the 40 ounce with the malt liquor, then proceeded to kill what was left in the bottle went into Tijuana and continued drinking. Now, this wasn't just something that we would do on a Saturday or a Friday. We would do this throughout the week because they also had college night. And this was around that time frame. So nowhere did we ever think back then. And I don't think a lot of us when we we're young, taking into consideration that we might have a drinking problem. Now, I worked with an older gentleman by the name of Otis, the older brother, and I would come into work about five, six, seven in the morning sometime We'd help to uh, load the trucks And do the stocking, things of that nature One morning I come in And it's a hot morning We're loading the truck, unloading the truck And Otis was like, look He pulls me to the side He's like, look young brother, listen to me For you to come in Smelling the way that you're smelling It's like, this is not good and I'm thinking, what are you talking about I took a shower the whole bit he was telling me how the alcohol Was coming through my pores And the more that I sweat The more he could smell everything That I drank the night before That was the first time I sat back and reevaluated My relationship with alcohol So now you fast forward in life And I felt like I was going down That same rabbit hole to an extent Because after work I would decide Do I want to have um, a shot Or my favorite drink But if I do that then I can't go out and do my gig econ jobs because now I can't drive. But to sit there and have to weigh out those options was already showing me that I was starting to lose the battle and started to let the substance take control of me. Then there was times where Fridays would come Friday and Saturday when I would do my podcast recording. And if I had a guest, they would come over with a full size bottle of alcohol, Red Bulls, orange juice. And by the time we finished a two, three-hour session of recording multiple episodes, that whole bottle would be gone. And sometimes we'd be starting on another. And when you start buying the bottles with the handle, and you're running through those in the weekend, it's time to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. So these are my whys as to what made me decide to say, hey, let's take a step back, because we're starting to lose this battle that we don't even know that we're losing. Now, the frightening part about it for me was the amount of times I had to consciously tell myself not to get a drink from the kitchen because it turned into something that was just so normal it was like a habit that formed out of nowhere I would go in the kitchen to get some water, probably get some water and then like, oh, the alcohol is already cold take a shot go outside, oh my god it's hella hot, come back in, take a shot wake up to a dog barking, you see where I'm going, it's basically any reason would be something for me to sit there and take a shot now we say that we are drinking to, to help us get through the day, to help us relax, to calm down after being in a stressful environment. At the end of the work week, oh, let's all celebrate, celebrate by treating ourselves to alcohol when technically we're not treating ourselves because we're putting poison in our body. People argue with me about that, but you've all seen or heard of somebody having alcohol poisoning. Henceforth, the poison. Eh, but what do I know? But... The amount of times I had to stop myself from going in the kitchen to grab a drink was staggering, literally. I was upset with myself, somewhat embarrassed, uh, just disappointed that this had become such a normal habit of mine that I wasn't even thinking about it. I didn't when I should have, but I didn't keep a tally on my refrigerator for all the times I went and had to say no. And I think there's a part of me that did that just because I was already kind of ashamed of myself. But if I would have put that little mark up there to see it, then I would have probably even been more upset and ashamed of myself. So to avoid further humiliating myself amongst myself, I didn't do that part. But now I wish I did. But what's crazy, though, is that you don't realize all the bad effects that are coming from the drinking, Since I've been doing the 75 hard, I would say it's probably safe to say that I've dropped about 10 pounds, still doing my normal workouts and so forth. But I believe a lot of that weight loss came from me not drinking and especially not drinking starting heavy on Friday and going all the way through until possibly Sunday if I continue to watch the games. For me, the trigger that happens when I drink is I really, really get active for sweets Now, I already have a sweet tooth, so just on the day-to-day occurrence, I already have to push that away. I think sugar is probably the next biggest drug out there that you can't let go of, and we're working towards that. But when I drink, it really activates me to want more sugar. So if I'm drinking at 7, 8 o'clock in the evening, what's going to happen? I want cookies, I want candy, I want cake, and that all starts to add up. And then, of course, you start eating those foods. What happens when you want sweet? Now you want salty So here comes a hamburger, fries, a sandwich Something that's quick and easy Somebody run down the street and grab some chicken nuggets whatever is, whatever is convenient Well since we've been doing the 75 hard And part of that challenge is I left out You have to maintain the same diet plan also for 75 days Well my plan has always been The intermittent fasting Where I go with the 816 method have an eight hour window of eating, 16 hours you don't. Well, with drink, when I was drinking, that drinking would also take me out of my window, and I would always have a reason to adjust that window to accommodate the drinks. So, you see where I'm going, right? These were all the things that were happening on top of these weird pains I would have um, in my side, you know, the sluggishness. The, the, then you'd be sluggish, you want to go to sleep, and then you have a problem waking up the next day. And these are things that you don't realize when you're caught up in the moment. So I can say now that I'm over 50 plus days in, my sleep is super solid. I wake up in the morning super rested. Those pains that I were feeling, I don't feel those same pains in my side any longer. And you start to see where you're replacing all this alcohol time. But now I'm filling my body up with so much water that I'm more hydrated. Skin is clearer. These are all the benefits from not drinking at all. But just even if I was to cut back, this might have happened. But not drinking at all—these are the benefits that I'm seeing here now. I don't say that I'll never drink again, because truth be told, I love my my ties. Those my ties from uh, my ties from Benihanas, I love those. But I do know that the day I do decide to drink again. My relationship with alcohol will be completely different. I will no longer say that I'm going to treat myself to a glass of poison. But I still will go sip on Popsley a glass of poison, but I will not call it treating myself. Because you're technically not treating yourself by filling your body up with some kind of fluid that you really shouldn't have in there in the first place. So you can continue to say treat yourself, but... Think about it that way. Are you really treating yourself when you're sipping on poison? And like I said, though, I'm not sure where this journey will take me. And I'm not I'm pretty sure I'll probably drink again at some point. But just at a completely different level with a completely different mindset when approaching the alcohol. Now, some of the excuses outside of just the I don't have a problem and so forth or I don't have a reason to not drink I've heard it all. Uh, I've had a hard day. I'm stressed out. Relationship issues, lack of relationships, uh, depression. Those of you that suffer from depression, like myself, drinking alcohol is the worst thing to do when you're depressed. And I learned that the hard way as I sat on my couch looking like Nino Brown from New Jack City when the Carter got destroyed. He was just sitting there killing that big bottle of alcohol and crying. That's how I felt when I was drinking And was also suffering from depression Trust me It does not help Now there's other people out there Who also have excuses from The sun came out before you're ready to get up The wind blew a certain way The groundhog popped up on the day That it wasn't supposed to pop up It's all kind of excuses But ask yourself this question When you're telling me That you can stop at any time If you can stop at any time Why not now? Why wouldn't you stop now and just pause? Not stop completely, just pause your drinking. For what other reason? To reevaluate your relationship that you have with alcohol. I think some people don't realize that when you're getting extremely defensive because someone is asking you why you can't stop drinking for 75 days. Step back and assess that conversation Because you're actually Saying that you have a problem While you're saying that you don't have a problem And again I'm not here to point fingers I'm not here to bring anyone down But I am also here to bring awareness To the mental toughness the mental challenges And how to put yourself in a better mindset And some of the things That I have noticed and learned From not drinking for 75 days about myself So I'm not asking you to do anything that I haven't done because trust and believe if I could not make it as far as I have with this challenge and not drinking, I would have definitely went and seeked help because for me to not be able to drink for a certain amount of time, that's a problem, but that's how I weigh things out with myself. Everyone is different. So in the end, as I started, you don't have to have a problem to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. And if you reevaluate your relationship with alcohol, it's only going to help you as an individual down the line. Since I've done this challenge, I now call it treating myself after a hard day over the work by either going for a run, going to the gym, going for a walk. Or listening to some kind of life changing uh, podcast or or listening to an audio book about changing your mindset and strengthening your mindset. That's treating yourself to something. And those have been the ways that I have figured out how to deal with and cope with all of my day to day issues that I would have normally used as an excuse to go grab a drink. Think about it, y'all. It's not treating yourself you fill yourself up with poison So at the end of the day Stop saying I'm treating myself to a drink When you're really doing your body an injustice And take a step back And reevaluate your relationship with alcohol Doesn't mean that you have a problem You don't have to have a problem To reevaluate that relationship It's your boy Clay Baron Jackson Mental Snacks Like, comment, subscribe challenge yourself to put that glass down. Peace.